Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I am going to talk about the very fundamental conflicts of interest and how the system, the structural system, this constitutional voting system we have can never work. And it's not a matter of getting the right people in there. It, it can never work. And until people face this fact and understand what government really is and how this can never work, we're screwed. The few of us who can see, we're also screwed. So now for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer, practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer. I'm also a self-certified master practitioner. And I gave that title to myself almost 20 years ago. I'm very proud of that. So, all right, I'm going to go ahead and start the show. I want to talk about the problem we've developed in this country, which is that for my entire lifetime, no real problems are ever discussed in the media. They're never discussed in the media. And I've tried to talk about them again and again on my podcast. And it's just very clear that most people, they don't want to hear truth. So they don't want to hear truth. They only want to believe that they live in the greatest, freest country ever developed, that the founding fathers were basically gods who cared only about freedom and liberty and justice, and the Constitution is the most incredible document ever written, and that but for a few bad apples and the liberals, we'd be living in nirvana. And it's just a complete and utter fantasy. It's a total fantasy. The situation we have is the direct result of a government under the Constitution in which there's voting. There's nothing else to it. Every single thing you see that's wrong with government, which is basically everything, there's almost nothing you can do that doesn't involve some kind of government intervention or money or subsidy or tax or refund. or uh, it's, it's just everywhere. Restriction, regulation, obligation, keep a record. It doesn't matter. Every single thing you see is a result of voting under the Constitution for 230 years. That's what it is. And to believe otherwise is just denying the facts. That's all. And if 230 years of voting under the Constitution isn't enough evidence to show you that voting under the Constitution doesn't work, then there's no amount of evidence that will ever be sufficient. Because this is multiple full lifetimes, and it's always going in the same direction. More government, less freedom, more debt, and more regulation. It's always the same direction, and it's the same direction in every single government all over the world. And they don't all have our incredible, fantastic Constitution, but guess what? They all go in the exact same direction, just like our country. We have the biggest government the world has ever seen. And it's supposedly authorized by a document that created just a small, limited government. So how does that work? Well, it's not the Constitution. That's not the problem. Oh, no, no. The people have to, they have to enforce it. Well, there's no provision in the Constitution for the people to enforce it. There isn't one. <laughs> there's no provision in there. What would you propose the people do? <laughs> they can't vote their way out of it. That's become clear. 240 years of evidence is enough evidence. You can't vote your way out of this problem. Even the South, who tried to, they voted and left. They voted left and started their own country. And the Union 
wouldn't have any of it. Lincoln and his murderers went down, killed them, forced them back into the Union, and called it holding the Union together. How do you hold a voluntary Union together by having a war going down there, killing them, burning all their stuff, and forcing them back in? How does that comport with the idea of a voluntary Union? I don't understand how people who are constitutional conservatives run around and support Lincoln. I don't get it. There's no possible way you can still have a voluntary union of states under the Constitution when half the states were forced back in at gunpoint. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. And so you can't vote your way out because you're not even allowed to vote to leave. So if you're a minority state, I've already done a show about that. That just shows you if you're a minority state, there's no way you can ever win. Because if you don't want to do it, it doesn't matter. You don't have the votes and you can't get a constitutional amendment. So you're stuck and you're not allowed to leave. So I don't, nothing about the system is about freedom. And one of the most fundamental things that people just don't understand and that constitutional conservatives continue to ignore is the fact that the most important issue when it comes to voting is that you not have a conflict of interest. A conflict of interest is a very serious matter. Lawyers who operate with conflicts of interest can lose their license very easily. You can't purport to represent one party against another party and then have an undisclosed relationship or an unwaived relationship that's a conflict with the other party. Because then the, your motives for the way you conduct the representation are just very questionable. And voting's no different. Once you have a government, like we do, which purports to have the authority and will send men with guns to enforce any and everything they write down, okay, well, now you've got a serious problem with who's allowed to vote for certain things when you have a government like that, when a government can simply vote to take any amount of money they want from me and give it to anybody they care to, or to simply throw me into as much debt as they care to and then spend it on whatever kind of projects they want to. Once you have a government like that, and we already have that government, we've had it for a long time, the conservatives never bring up the fact that the spending that's going on is totally unconstitutional. They never bring it up. And there's no method under the Constitution if you have a minority position to stop it. <laughs> the court doesn't stop anything. It never stops anything. The court is actually probably the greatest source of tyranny we have. And so you have a legislative body, an executive body, that if you're in a minority position, there's nothing you can do about it. They can just take as much as they want from any kind of minority they want. And they can abuse them in any way they want. And they can simply hand out to any chosen business or person or arrangement or incentivize anything they care to with virtually endless money. Five trillion already this year. Now he's proposing a six trillion dollar budget. That's 10 or 11 trillion dollars. Um, that's not money anybody has. Anybody can look it up. The total amount of profits on the entire S&P 500, I think is less than two trillion dollars a year. All the profits from all those companies, less than two trillion. He's already spent five. So this is why business is not the problem, even though these giant corporations are just extensions of government. They only exist because of government, all the inside deals and money and contracts and everything else they get. That's all because of government. See, all the problems, these big companies, that's all government. All this stuff is government. That's why these super rich people always vote 
these big government kinds of uh, tickets because government is the key to big business. Big business and government work hand in hand. See, the same people behind the scenes pull the strings on both of them. But look at the conflict of interest. See, if you really are going to have a system like this where a government can pass any kind of law it wants and can take any amount it wants from you and give it to anybody they care to, then the only people who should be able to vote in a situation like that are the people who are putting into the pot. Nobody taking out of the pot in any form or fashion should be able to vote because that's a very direct conflict of interest. Everybody who's a government employee of any sort, any sort at any level, they should not be able to vote. I don't care if it's local, county, state, federal, doesn't matter. If you get your money from government, then you can't vote in any election. It doesn't make sense. It's a conflict of interest. If your wife or husband are living in the house with you and you get government money, well, then the household's being supported by government money in part, and they also have a conflict, and they also can't vote. And neither can your kids, as long as they're in any way dependent on you. And if you work for a private so-called company that has government contracts, well, then you have a direct conflict of interest. If you hold stock in a company that gets government contracts, then you have a conflict of interest and you can't vote. If you get student loans that are backed by the government, you can't vote. If you get funding for your research from the government, then you can't vote. See? If you get Medicaid or Medicare, you can't vote. If you get WIC or any of these other programs, these welfare programs or Section 8 House, you can't vote. So if you get some kind of subsidy from government, you can't vote. See, none of those people should be able to vote. And if you just eliminate all these people that government has bought off with this scam system from voting, then you get down to a very small group of people, maybe 5 or 10% of the country, doesn't have some kind of some kind of bullshit governmental connection to a resource of money or something else. And those are the only people who'd actually be allowed to vote. And those people would vote in a government that didn't take their money. But what happens now with this absurd concept of universal suffrage, which makes absolutely no sense, I actually see people running around showing politicians voting on election day. Think of the absurdity of that that a person who's running for office gets to also vote for the person who's running for office and the other. This doesn't make any sense. It's such an incredible conflict of interest. The fact that nobody discusses it just shows me how totally locked down the entire media system is, education system is, governmental system is. Every system is totally locked down and bought off by a fake money system that they brought in more than 100 years ago and which was perfected in the early 1970s when they completely took us off even any kind of remote gold standard. And anyone who can watch the numbers, they just go straight up. There's a funny website I did a show inside Patreon on called WTF Happened in 1971. So what the fuck happened in 1971? And it's got a whole collection of charts and graphs in there. And that's the problem is that see over time what they've done with this fake money is literally bought off every kind of institution, academics, field of endeavor. They've completely and totally corrupted every part of society, from law to medicine to science, everything. Construction projects, it doesn't matter. They're all, it's all just government-connected horseshit now. And now it's just a giant data collection center. 
But my proposal is very straightforward, and I don't know how anybody can argue with it. If you're getting government benefits, then you can't vote. <laughs> I don't understand why that's unfair. How could anybody like that ever be allowed to vote against somebody who doesn't get something from government? Now, having the roads, okay, that's fine. That's not a payment to me. That's just an expenditure. Now, the people who make those roads, now they can't vote. Hell no, they can't. <laughs> Why would they be able to? Now, benefiting from something that government supposedly does, whatever that might be, that's a very different matter than getting a paycheck or payment from government or getting some kind of direct money or funding from government. See, lots of people do government grants and research. There's absolutely no constitutional authority to do any of that by government. They don't have authority to spend money like that. There's nothing in the Constitution that allows them to send out grants and funding for research. It's idiotic. It's idiotic. They, they say in there in order to promote the arts and the sciences, what they can do is issue patents. It doesn't say they can issue grants and funding and research. It says that's what they can do. That's what it means to be a limited government with express powers. But it's all just ignored. People, oh, general welfare clause. They don't even understand what grammar is. <laughs> if the general welfare clause did what they say, there'd be absolutely no reason to have anything listed after it. Because how is anything that comes after it not part of the general welfare? It just doesn't make any sense. Everything they do is supposedly for the general welfare. So if it meant what they said, then there'd be no reason to go on, and there'd be no reason to talk about it as being a constitution of express limited authority. Because it wouldn't be. It would be a general government just authorized to spend money on whatever they want. But we don't have that. And nobody discusses it. And it's become obvious that after 230 years of voting under it, that this is the system you get if you allow voting under the Constitution, if the Constitution is supposedly the uh, law of the land. And again, it's always the same thing. They tell me, oh, well, we haven't really tried, and the people have to enforce, and it's just a piece of paper. Well, if it's just a piece of paper, then the government doesn't get any authority from it. If it's just a piece of paper, then the government doesn't get any authority. So... I don't understand. What's the point of saying the government gets its authority from the Constitution if the government is not also limited by the Constitution? Let's see. You don't get that. You only get one side of it. The, co the government gets the authority under the Constitution, but as soon as I bring up the fact that, well, look, the government's not limited. The Constitution doesn't work. Oh, well, the people have to enforce it. Well, hold it. I don't understand. <laughs> How can the government be authorized under the Constitution but then it's not also limited under the Constitution. If the Constitution is just a piece of paper and it doesn't actually limit the government, which is what the excuse always is, then how does a piece of paper authorize the government but not limit it? So you can't have it both ways. It's just another way that the constitutional conservatives miss the boat. And I suspect that the vast majority of them, even in media, are truly just brainwashed individuals themselves just massively brainwashed. They've heard the same stupid shit their whole lives. They see it as a way to move forward and make a living and to actually be paid incredibly richly. These people who push this stupid constitutional conservatism crap, they make millions and millions and millions of dollars pushing this stupid shit on people. And look around. Look around. This is what constitutional government looks like. Oh, it's not a, it's outside the con Well, if it's outside the Constitution, then we are operating in a government that has no authorization. Everything they're doing is criminal. So why do constitutional conservatives talk about going to the courts? Why do they talk about obeying law enforcement? Everything that's going on is criminal if it's not under the Constitution. So you can't get away from that. 
This is the problem, is that you have this concept of everybody voting, <laughs> that that's somehow part of freedom. Well, it works great as long as the government's not just handing out money, handing out business, handing out grants and funds and special exceptions. It's fine. That's great. But that's not what the government is. And that's why the only people that should be able to vote are people who are not getting something. They're not connected to some kind of deal where government puts money in their pocket. You can't have that. It's a direct conflict of interest. <laughs> and you see? And think how many people would we be cut off the, the voting rolls. All these government workers, all these military and police, none of those people should be able to vote. Hi, it's Legal Man. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you appreciate the unique insight and information I provide, then go over to my Patreon account for The Quash and become a member. I have bonus shows and material, early access, and it's a good place to meet like-minded people. I have people ask me all the time, what can we do, legal man? <laughs> well, start by voting with your pocketbook. It's the only vote that really counts. Support things that tell people the truth. Getting people to understand the truth is the only solution we have to this insanity. Look, I get it. There are a lot of people who can't afford to support my show with money. But there are a lot of people who can. And if you can and you like the show, you should support it. That's what free markets look like. The people running this scam, they have unlimited funding. I don't have support of that system. In fact, I get harassed because I tell people the truth that they don't want the people to know. So we have to stick together. So go sign up. Now let's get back to the show. All these government workers, all these military and police, none of those people should be able to vote. All they vote conservative. I don't give a shit what they vote. I don't care one damn bit. All these government unions, these teachers, they shouldn't be able to vote. It's a direct conflict of interest. They're just going to vote to give themselves more shit. They're going to vote to grow the government. If you work for a business that gets government contracts, you're going to vote for a government that gives out more government contracts. If you get government funding, you're going to vote for a government that gives out more government funding. It's just that simple. And there's only a very tiny portion of the population that's not getting something like that from the government. See, so if you looked at it in those terms, you can see why the system continues to grow. Because every little person has their own little area that they want to grow, but they want to shrink the other stuff. And that's why you have to get rid of it. That's why the system can never work. It has to be massively decentralized. See, I hear all the time how they talk about how we have to be fearful that China's taking over and they're going to get control of the government. They're inside. They're spies. Who the fuck knows? I don't care if they are or they aren't. They're not a real enemy anyway. It's all fake. It's all behind the scenes, just like every other war. They're banker wars. The banks fund each side of them. It's about creating debt and, and creating control and getting a hold of more and more resources. That's all it is. That's all it is. But even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't, there's absolutely no danger. There's nothing that can happen if there's nothing to take over. See, if there's not a gigantic system that people call our government and quote our country and they think they have to follow, well, if there's not that, then it doesn't really matter. <laughs> what do I care if someone takes over the state of Iowa? What do I care? I don't live there. I don't have any connection to Iowa or its government. Okay, so there you go. It'd be the exact same thing here if there was no centralized government controlling everything that everybody thought they had to obey. There'd be no danger. It wouldn't matter if something was supposedly going on. It wouldn't have any authority. It wouldn't have any power. Can you see that? See, most people just aren't able to see that. 
They cannot picture the world without the so-called United States and these giant countries because they just imagine the United States is this beacon of freedom and liberty, even though you can look around and see that's not the case. But they just go back to this theoretical construct that they're taught since they're little tiny kids about the freedom and the liberty and the founding fathers and the genius in the system, blah, blah, blah. Look around. This is what the system actually creates. It doesn't matter how many excuses you want to make about the liberals or the, whatever. They're here. They're voting. They're under the system. See? They get control of the system, and then you're screwed. Well, if there was no system like that to get control of, it wouldn't matter what liberals did. See, it wouldn't matter what they did. So every one of these issues always go back to the same thing. You can't have these gigantic, monolithic governments over millions and millions, in this case, hundreds of millions of people. You can never get agreement. It will never be fair. It will always be corrupt. It will be, never be controllable. Ever. Never. And that's why they push so hard in this fantasy about the founders and their incredible, impeccable integrity and amazing documents and all this stupid shit they supposedly created. It held together for about 80 years, and then it fell apart with the Civil War when half the states left, and they wouldn't let them leave. And that's it. Whatever the Constitution was, whatever this experiment ever was in liberty and self-governance, self-limiting government and all the other shit, it, it failed in 1860. That's when it failed. It's, it died. It's never come back. It can't ever come back because the people were forced back in. It's just that simple. There's really nothing more to it, but because people live in such an incredible sea of brainwashing and lies, they can't see what's going on. They just can't see it. And no matter how simple you make it, no matter how obvious you make it, no matter how simple I break it down, the people get upset with me, they get angry, they push back, they can't, oh, what's your plan? Well, my plan is just, you need to start decentralizing. This whole thing has to be dissolved, and you got to start decentralizing. That's it. That's the only chance you have. Everything else, total waste of time. Complete waste of time. And 240 years of evidence should be enough, but it's not for people. They keep repeating the same stupid slogans over and over as the people behind the scenes drive us straight into the ground. They're just taking everything. They're crushing you. They're eviscerating the middle class, the upper class. The lower classes are getting crushed down even further. Only people who are benefiting the very tippy-tippy top 1%. The super top 0.001% are really benefiting, but even the top, you know, 3 or 4 5%, they're really benefiting too, but just much less so. And everybody else is getting screwed, and yet the vast majority of the defense of the country comes from these people who the country is screwing, and they just can't see it. They just can't see it. So, I don't know. I really don't know anymore. I'm just, I'm getting to the point where, I don't know, really wondering whether I'm going to make the podcast I just wonder whether it's worth it. I mean, I know it takes a while to kind of percolate through the system, but the problems are so fundamental. And even intelligent people, when I tell them, they, for the most part, they say, yeah, well, oh, well, there's nothing we can do. Might as well go along. And they just, they're just perfectly happy to screw their kids and the people that come after them in order to buy themselves a little bit more time of a little bit more peace. They're not even willing to speak up. Forget doing something. They're not even willing to speak up. And it's just like, what a pathetic group of people at this point. I mean, I really understand the guys behind the scenes who look at them like useless eaters and just abuse the shit out of them. I get it. It's not a choice I make, but I really understand the choice because it's really detestable the way the people just give in to buy a little teeny tiny amount 
of additional time. They just don't give a shit about freedom. They just don't. It's just obvious. They don't understand where this is going. All they care about is whether they're going to get to watch something on fucking Netflix and chill or whether or not they're going to get to eat dinner or go to a fucking stupid football game or whether their kid's going to get into the right college. There's not going to matter what college your kids gets into if we keep going at this rate. You not understand that? There's not going to be anything worth it. You're going to be in an electronic prison. I just, I don't get it. <laughs> it's so damn obvious. The, the problems are so fundamental and the people in media are such liars who pretend to be on your side. They're not on your side. They keep supporting the system and the system is the problem. The system. Not the details they talk about. Not the stupid horseshit they distract you into. The fundamental construct of the system doesn't work. That's all. It doesn't work and it never can work. And it never has worked. All the examples people imagine it worked, it's not. That's not what happened. And my other shows have explained that too. All right, look, I'm just in a bad mood at this point. So I'm just going to wrap it up. It doesn't hardly matter anyway. If you want to follow me, great. Legal Man at U.S. Law Review on Twitter. I don't really honestly care if you follow me or not. I have instituted a new muting campaign on there. People who come on there and want to push the stupid Constitution horse shit uh, on me, I just end up muting them if I don't know their account. And you can share my show for however long they're out there in the public. And you can support my show by joining Patreon. I appreciate the people who are in there. I really do. That's That shows a lot of integrity because, you know, it takes a lot of time to make the show, and I appreciate people who respect my time. So, thank you. And I think that's all for today. I'm going to wrap it up. You guys have been a great audience. I hope everybody has a nice night or day wherever you are. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Let's put your hands together one more time for Legal Man. Great show. Thanks so much. I get to check your service on the way out. More quash. More quash.